Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Flash Sheldon is going to be with us. Uh, I saw a piece today. I remember one day we were talking about squatters and how do you get a squatter out. And some people want, what do you mean, how do you get them out? People throwing up their hands. This guy has a website, and in Atlanta, it's a huge problem. He's on call nationwide, it seems like to me, along with others. They're like um, the uh, big kahuna, the uh, bounty hunter, dog the bounty hunter. They go in to get squatters out. What's so hard? They shouldn't be there. It's not their property. And, Dan, I remember the last time we talked about that, people going, well, you know, it goes back to English law or something. If you're a squatter, you do have certain rights. Wow. So we will um, be talking with him at 2.30, maybe give you a tip or two. And why are we seeing more of this in Atlanta? Oh, Fannie Willis. There are apparently just a onslaught of this. Is it a sign of what? Lawlessness? Of course it's a sign of lawlessness. That's at 2.30. Dom's Money Melody we have uh, coming up. But the big story today, you may have heard this. I played it toward the top. I wanted to play it one more time. And we are uh, trying to get Brian Fitzpatrick on around this Ukraine stuff. He's got a new bill to link the border in a better way with the Ukraine money. My stance is I don't want to give the $60 billion to Ukraine. And I don't believe you do. Um, Let's see. Um, We might have an update from East uh, Palestine, too. So Je- Kel- Kelly's at work, and she said she just looked at it on her phone and saw. Right. Uh, okay. You know, do, do you still want yeah. to talk? Yeah, to sure. Okay. Yeah, uh, East Palestine, because President Biden isn't he there already? I know he spoke at the White House. Uh, I don't know what time he gets there. What they're going to try to do with him, Dan? He's going to be in a briefing just with look like officials. They can't possibly let him be walking around talking to people, can they? Oh my God, they think that's his strength. That's what Chris Coons thinks. Have him meet out there drinking boba, which is bubble tea. Because they got five million hits have been doing that. Could people be mocking him with the tea? Bubble tea is pretty good, though. Have you no, had no, it? I know, but Biden, <laughs> Biden with the whole uh, deal. He seems like much of a bubble tea drinker. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But they got a hit. So, yeah, that'll be uh, to uh, coming up. Here is Jennifer Griffin, though. She is with Kamala Harris today at the Munich Summit. For all these officials, I'm not sure if they're prime ministers or presidents, some of them vice presidents, 
And she is making a point. She doesn't want to be interrupted. Thank God for Lawrence Jones. I don't know. The deuce was out today, Dan. If the deuce were there, there would have been a big trouble. Because then Kill Me would have jumped in. You know, he would have sided with Jennifer Griffin. So listen to Griffin, one of their national security people for Fox, trying to make this point. And you can tell where her bias is. We got to be spending money in Ukraine. If we don't, she actually said at one point in the transcript I looked at, we're going back to the days of Charles Lindbergh. Listen to this. Uh, the Biden administration and many members, including Republicans on Capitol Hill, have been making the case for why aid to Ukraine, military aid, uh, weapons to Ukraine are so important in terms of sending a message to Vladimir Putin that he cannot erase land borders. He cannot erase countries. He ne- cannot gobble up a country like Ukraine. He cannot change the rules based order. Or the map of but Europe. But Jennifer, I, she, I, Lawrence, respectfully, Lawrence, she's, she's, she's phrasing it as a binary choice. And that's not what many of the members of Congress are saying. They're saying, yes, we will talk about Ukraine. Yes, we'll talk about Israel. But can we put on the table securing the border first? Lawrence, there was a Senate bill to secure oh. the border that the House wouldn't take up. So that is a false comparison in terms of the no, choices it's not false being because made. It, there are people that have there been very critical Senate of the bill, bill and say that it would not Senate secure the border. Negotiated by Senator Langford of Oklahoma, uh, and the House would not take it up. Now they're trying to revisit, and Brian Fitzpatrick, member of the Problem Solvers uh, Caucus, he has put forward a, a way to bring the border back into it. It's very strong language from what I saw this morning. But we can't say that nobody wants to talk about the border in this Ukraine legislation. That's right. what the Senate said to the House. They don't want to talk about the border. Or if they are talking about it, they're talking nonsense. There is no, no let me put it this way. Maybe I should say it this way, Dan. There is nothing to talk about with the border. We have the laws right now. We know what works. The blueprint is there. We don't need any more stinking bills and laws and talk. Just do what we did before Biden was in there. You could tell, though, Dan, when she was on her rip there at the beginning, and he just interrupted because, you know, in his mind, a large flow of uh, material had gone on there. He just wanted to talk about that point, then move to the next point. Lawrence? Lawrence? And Charles Lindbergh was actually brought up. This idea of these people, Biden is one, that they believe in American power and all this stuff. We have to be the leader in the world. Well, with that comes these unending, unceasing wars. With that comes American soldiers dying. Like I question, you might too, those three that were killed in Jordan by the Houthis or whoever, the, the proxies of Iran, What were they doing there? Why do they have to be there? You know, you have to have just a bulletproof, 100% um, commitment of why we have to be in a specific spot before you can go down this path of putting Americans in the line to fire. No, I think she's out of line. They can say whatever they want. We know what works. We know what you have to do. It's not a question of we need a new law, whatever Langford and all these people said. And the House is not taking it up because they had a bill, Jennifer Griffin, that the Senate doesn't want to hear about. They would go back to what Trump was doing, which was effective. You know, I, I am not in the camp 
I find it impossible to believe that Democrats are going to be able to win on this spin. Okay? 855-839-1210. You get on board. Let's go to Gene in Abington. And Gene, you're on Talk Radio 1210. Hello, Gene. Well, thank you for taking the call. So I read about a week ago that the EU voted about $55 billion to give to Ukraine. I haven't seen that on uh, the news. I don't see that on any sites. But you can look it up. And so I, my question is, why are we giving $60 billion to Ukraine? The EU's given them 55 Right, and we've already given well over $100 billion to Ukraine. That's right. That's right. You know what? We're paying for all of their social services. We're paying for their police, their fire, their, their, their employees, their pensions. Gene, you, you hit upon the sorest point. Remember that 60 Minutes of all people, not exactly a conservative that we played that many times. The small business people there, we're propping them up. Our own small business being killed. That's correct. Worry about ourselves. Thank you, Gene. Wow, that sounds like Charles Lindbergh, Dan. Here's Griffin. Thank you for pulling it. This is the the part that got me when I was reading it. Here's Jennifer Griffin after that tussle with Lawrence Jones today, talking about Charles Lindbergh. It was also notable to me, because I've covered many Munich conferences, security conferences over the years, and usually the leaders, American leaders, are addressing Europeans, addressing allies. Uh, This had a domestic message, as Lawrence pointed out, and it was a very strong domestic message, and it talked about how Americans have a choice to make right now about whether to be global leaders, about America's role in the world. You heard the vice president talk about whether it is in America's interest to fight for democracy or accept the rise of dictators. That's the message that she is sending to a domestic audience back here that is debating whether to send aid to Ukraine, whether to uh, stand up to Vladimir Putin, or whether to appease Vladimir Putin. And the, the backdrop of Munich, which anyone who knows their history, is that Munich was the site of uh, the great appeasement ahead of World War II. So it is no uh, coincidence that Munich has chosen to have this very important security conference for for decades now. Um, she was addressing those, as Lawrence mentioned, that uh, she said, and you can quibble with the wording, but there is uh, certainly a, a mood within the country and on Capitol Hill, uh, a debate among those who choose to isolate. Isolationism is not a new thing for Americans to debate. Uh, it goes back to, you remember the Charles Lindbergh days ahead of World War II, before, before Pearl Harbor, that was the debate in the United States. We have the benefit of having two oceans that separate us from most of our enemies. Charles Lindbergh brought up into this conversation. The other thing is talking about appeasers. Again, I may mention the uh, the gals here, the four blondes, uh, the Houlihan, the Dean of Decency, Mary Gay Scanlon, Susan Wilde, all voted against stopping this pause that Biden has on releasing terminals to release our natural gas, which undercuts you-know-who, Putin. Who is it that gave the Iranians billions of dollars and took the sanctions off? Biden. Who is it, uh, particularly post-Afghanistan, who looks feeble, weak, in so many different ways? Biden. So this idea of appeasement here, they're, they're throwing, this reminds me of what they're doing with inflation. Throw anything that you can at it, and we'll take, one of, the, one of these things will be a winner. We'll convince people they're dumb, 
and they don't get it. The economy's great. Inflation doesn't matter. It's the same thing with this with Ukraine. Let's use any tactic that we have to, and we will move forward. We're going to get that $60 billion. Even if we have to not do a little bit on the border, we can't let the border run wild for a month or so, and then we'll go back to doing it. We need to get that $60 billion. I'm just looking at a Fox News report of the number of Chinese that are coming across the border. That's not good, given the posture of the country. They're apparently flown in. Then uh, I heard Griff Jenkins saying they take an Uber ride in San Diego, or, you know, outside of Tijuana to the San Diego border point, And that's how they're getting in here. 855-839-1210. That's how you uh, get on board. And the idea that somehow or another, we're just being Charles Lindbergh here, and this is like Nazi Germany. Is that the analogy? Ah, goodness. Uh, let's go to uh, Frank in Chester County. And Frank, you're on Talk Radio 1210. Afternoon, Frank, what do you have? Hey, Don. Uh, well, I, my, uh, my, my pick for today would be Ralph Cramden. Oh, what a great. Uh, as he looks at Ralph. Uh, but I also wanted to point out to you is I drive trucks across the country and deliver, and I go about 50 yards from the border in San Luis, Arizona, regularly. I can tell you lots about what I see down there. Yeah, um, Frank, tell us. What do you see? Well, I see lots of immigrants waiting for, for rides and at the port of entry in San Luis. I mean, there's probably 500 people in a yard every morning waiting to, get, to head out on the road. I mean, they're just they're pouring over everywhere. Um, I go through El Paso quite a bit. I mean, but the biggest thing that I see is I try, I stay in not the best hotels and all heading up through the country. I'm headed to Canada right now. Uh, every hotel I go into, like a Super 8 or whatever, they're just crowded with people that are living there. Yeah, uh, Frank, Frank uh, so, 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 so much so that in the Boston area, they were caught, many of the hotels, like the Super 8 you're talking about, putting up signs that said um, uh, not open to the public. Meaning they've already been taken over by illegal immigrants that have come here. Right. I mean, they sit on the back stairways to drink a beer, to carry on. You know, I just come in to sleep every night to get back on the road again. Because uh, like I said, I deliver trucks all over across the country. And I see it everywhere. I just see it. It's just been, and over the last two years, it's gotten really, really bad. Well, Frank, really, really, people Frank, just don't understand. Frank, thank you. And anytime you feel you got an update on anything, call us from wherever you are, whatever, use the toll free, and we'd be happy to hear from you. Ralph Cramden's okay. a good well, I'm, one. I'm in Missouri right now, headed to Canada, so I'll be back down there again in San Luis soon. Okay. So. Well, thank you, Frank. Have a good trip, and uh, we'll get back to Chester County soon. Thanks. All right, Ralph Cramden, that is a good one. Here's a good one. Linda in Gilbertsville, Pennsylvania. Hi, Linda. Hi, Don. How are you doing today? Uh, very good, Linda. Great. We love your show. My husband and I listen to it every day. Thank you, Linda. And if he wasn't sitting right next to me, he'd be the, uh, you know, from up there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just out, he's just kidding. I love him to pieces. He's the best husband ever. Well, Rose says that. you, The two of you ought to get shirts so we can have you meet up and say that. Yeah. <laughs> we should. Yeah. I, well, right now we're on our way down to Rehoboth Beach. Oh, very nice. Biden country. I'm an, Aval- I'm, an Av- I'm an Avalon girl. Ah, well, you'll be there with the president, that general area. He's vacationing again after he attacked uh, Republicans for going on vacation for two weeks today. 
I know. I know. We were we we. I know. We can't even ride our bikes around anymore. You know, for fear of falling off. Yeah. All right. Who's your person, Linda? <laughs> My person is going to be Andy Rooney from Sixty Minutes. Absolutely. He played the role of the curmudgeon. Thank you, Linda. Enjoy the trip. One more here before we get Dom's Money Melody. Richard in Somerdale. All right, Richard, what do you have today? Uh, Mr. Potter from It's a Wonderful Life. Give us a little more color on that. Why Potter jumps out at you? Well, he was the most miserable guy. All he was caring about was money, and uh, he didn't care about how the town survived or the people in the town or the bank that uh, Jimmy Stewart was running. Uh, he just was just a miserable person. Yeah, yeah, he. I wouldn't quite say he was Jim Kenny. By the way, Dan, nobody said Jim Kenny. I'll take that one off the board as a grouch. Extraordinaire. We still haven't gotten a sighting, have we? On Jim Kenny. No, where'd he go? Yeah, we want to come out of the bar yet? I don't think. Yeah, yeah. Eighteenth uh, box of wine. You know, I uh, I like this one a lot. Quickie here. Then we'll do the money melody. This guy is, and I've had a back and forth with him on Twitter. He didn't like what I said on Christopher Columbus Day the last two years. It's uh, Ginny in Mount Laurel. Hey, Ginny, good Friday. Who do you have today? Yeah, hi. The grouchiest demagogue is is Keith Overman. He's horrible, <laughs> and he still has a job. Of sorts. Yeah, that's a good one. All the right. grouchiest the, person in the world. world. All right, Sorry, man, he and Bill O'Reilly in a death match. <laughs> that's that's what we need. All right, it is time, Dan. What it's do we have here? Money Melody. That's right. Uh, today we are playing for, do I have it on my, yes, I do. All right, we have a pair of tickets to that old Black Magic featuring Keith Spencer on March 23rd at the Zlock Performing Arts Center in Bucks County. For tickets and more information, visit bucks.edu slash Tickets. So, Dom, uh, today we're asking for grouches. It's a do something nice for a grouch day. And uh, this guy, who's a noted conservative, he's a great musician, but he's noted to be one of the biggest grouches in all of music. So, Dom, here he is covering a great Frank Sinatra song. I want to know if our listeners can tell us who this is covering today. That's a very noted grouch in the world of music, especially if you're plugged in with the world of music. You've probably heard many times how he treats interviewers if they ask a stupid question or something like that. Here is your clue who it is today covering this Frank song. That's life. That's what the people say. You're riding high in April. Shut down on me. I know I've got to change my chill. When I get back up on top in June. Uh, distinctive style, but I don't like it. You know, it's, I don't know who can do Definitely that. Definitely done song. in his style, you know. Yeah. And because of that, I like it. But if it was anyone else doing it, I think it's pretty bad. Yeah, I just I can't keep across. You know, there's signatures out there that are so hard to do. Be like me arguing with a car and saying "buddy," and somebody else does it. It doesn't work that way. You just can't say "buddy" the same way. Listen, buddy. Eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. Hit us with that, and you're off to the Zlock uh, Theater. Nice spot over at the campus in uh, Bucks County. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the Money Melody. Where's all the money gone? Show me the money. That's right. Every day we play around. For a great prize. Let's hear the clue again. That's life. That's what the people say. They're riding high in April. Shut down in May. I know I've got to change my children. All right, hit us with that name, and you're going off to the uh, Zlock no Theater. No crouched on. This guy is supposed to be oh, very miserable yes. in interviews. But well, it's uh, allegedly know, an act, though. Sometimes you can't tell. We heard that about who? Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. Not true. It's very, least, yeah. You know, he's her, oh, man, don't be uh, saying anything with this guy. The slightest <laughs> little thing. And he's sitting. We were crowded in there, so we're like you know, cheek to jaw, so to speak. Yeah. Because of the crowd at Mulligan's, and I'm thinking, uh-oh, don't say anything. He dressed, he yeah. dressed ahead on, too. He's, uh, you know, I'm known as this big grouch because right. of Frazier, but I, I do right. I do a job. I, I go out of my way to try to prove to people I'm a great, I'm a fun person. I just generally. went to film of the way he was eating those French fries, Dan. It was like an actor, just the way he was going like this with the salt and everything. It was unbelievable. Yeah. I feel like Joe and Exton might have been Frazier in a past life, too. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. With an ascot, yes. Uh, Stephen Langhorn. All right, Steve. Who's doing that song? Yeah, man, I'm torn between two people. You only get one. Um, uh, I, I, I know it's somebody else, but I want to say Dr. John. Well, <laughs> good try. Not too far away from him. Daniel in Haddonfield. Daniel, who is it? Ben Morrison. Nicely played. Yep. And he does a good job in his own style. It's just that uh, I, I think it's got to be a little bit more upbeat. Yeah. A little bit more punch yeah. rather than bluesy or whatever he's doing there, you know? Yeah, but if, if listeners aren't familiar, go a couple years ago, he listened, or it was actually two years, I think, now. He, he released an album that's very conservative, slanted, uh, about the virus, about social media yes. and all. Uh, but for a long time, the guy was known as Quite the Grouch, uh, and he's actually done interviews since trying to break from that. Uh, you know, narrative about him. But back in the day, every time he would get a, you know, stupid question from an interviewer, he would shoot him down real quickly, and he kind of got the assumption that he's just always a grouchy individual. He says it's not the case, but uh, many music fans just know him as the grouch of music. 
So Riley, did we put a Riley on the grouch list yeah. or just the boy? Well, well, known list? as a grouch. Known as a grouch. I, I don't think yeah. he is behind yeah. the scenes. No, I don't think so. He's like a leprechaun behind yeah. the scenes, really. All right, uh, coming up, uh, we're going to talk with a guy. I think I saw this on Fox Business today, and he's in Atlanta, but I think he spreads out all over the place. His website is squatterhunters.com. Squatterhunters.com. And apparently Atlanta, where Fannie Willis is, uh, but he goes around the country, it's becoming an increasing problem. So I, I want to find out, well, what's the basis? How do they have a leg to stand on? Is it more they're violent and you can't get them out or they don't come out of the house? What are some of the tactics? We had a story here about squatters and we had people telling all kinds of uh, horror stories. I mean, if you're in Philadelphia and you're a landlord, oh, my God, and you got to duke it out with somebody not paying their rent or something else, it's got to be dicey to get them out of there. Really. Uh, 855-839-1210. Let me take Robert, who's been waiting first in Ben Salem. Hey, Robert, afternoon. Hey, Dom. It's good. Dom, Dan, it's good to talk to you Same guys here. today. Um, I would suggest maybe Tim Scott gives the, um, uh, and the reply to the State of the Union. I don't know. Just throwing it out uh, yeah, there. Yeah, I don't know about the punch with him, so to speak. So, uh, yeah, but he's... Capable. I think he could hit the biggest home run out of the potential people if he if he did it right. But, okay. You know, we'll see. It is um, a very, very difficult thing, though, Robert, that we see. That's why I don't think Trump should do it and will do it. No, I agree with that. Um, and any progress on an interview with Mrs. Joe from Exton? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know you want to, Dom. Oh, you know yeah, you want yeah. to. Uh, Jim handles the call from Joe of Exton, Dan. So when he calls in on Monday... We're going to see if he will put on uh, Mrs. Joe of Exton. Suppose she's even well, more elevated. That would be, oh, what a boost to the show. Well, if any compensation is required, I'll happily chip in. <laughs> Robert, what are the, what's the over-under of her having a French accent? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll go I'll go 35%. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's fair. Yeah. And I think Russia is more of a regional threat. China is a world threat. And I will get to my answer now. I decided to go with not an angry grouch, but a resigned grouch. And that would be Fish. He was on Barney Miller, and he became the grouch. See, a grouch needs a foil. Archie needed Meathead. Mr. Wilson needed Dennis. And he needed them kids that lived with him in that show called Fish that really brought out the grouch in him. But I thought he was a great character, and Abe Goat is a great actor. Oh, and you guys have a great weekend. Thank man. you, Robert. Now, see, as a guy, Dan, you think about really taking this. He's a resigned grouch. You know, he doesn't want to be a grouch, but he knows he's a grouch. <laughs> All right, what do you do with those squatters? We got a guy. I, I see this guy, the little bit that I've seen of him today, and Dan moved on it pretty quickly. To be kind of like Dog the Bounty Hunter type yeah. of character. Seems like a character. He's got a website, squatters, squatterhunters.org. And Atlanta caught my attention as the center of this universe here. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Dom to your Dano Show. Welcome in. You know, over the years, I remember once uh, I was at a remote doing a call with a bunch of squatters in Maryland. They admitted to it. They admitted what they're doing. They said, do something about it. The then worst. It, another guy said uh, there, hey, maybe you better not say that. A guy might have listeners in this area. What the heck is going on here? Our guest, uh, Flash Shelton, is the guy who runs squatterhunters.com. He's mainly centered in the Atlanta area. The piece I read on him today is incredible how much of this is going on. Dom Giordano's show. Let's go to Flash. Flash, welcome to Philadelphia. Thank you for joining us, and thanks for what you're doing. Hey, uh, thanks for having me on. I'm actually located in California, but uh, but I'm helping with squatters nationwide. Ah, well, the, the piece seemed to center in on Atlanta. Is that a particularly bad area? Well, right now there's uh, there's 1,200 homes that have been taken over by squatters in Atlanta. So they reached out to me to, to talk about Atlanta specifically for that story. So, Flash, 1,200 homes, it seems like an organized effort then. Well, and that, that's why the, uh, that article talks about, you know, if we criminalize it, I'd be sending in the National Guard to take care of something like that. Okay, so it is not, is it any kind of, what's the theory, I've gone through this here in Philadelphia with people, that doesn't make this a criminal act, you're stealing property? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it doesn't make any sense at all. I mean, it, it uh, just logically and just uh, common sense would tell you it should be a criminal act. Um, you know, squatter, squatter laws and squatter rights have been, you know, unfortunately, they've been, uh, you know, adapted to, you know, to today's society, but they were never intended to allow people to take over residential maintained properties. It was, you know, originally we're talking 1800s when it was, it was vacant, you know, unmaintained land. Um, and it specifically said, um, you know, it was it was land that wasn't already designated by government. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, now it just seems to be okay to you know wait for someone to go on vacation and just move in their house. Uh, tell us where your YouTube channel. Where can we find that? I think it's outside the box with Flash. Is that the YouTube channel? Uh, yes, it is. It's outside the box with Flash. You can always look up you know at Flash Shelton, um, and Instagram is also at Flash Shelton. I just started a new uh, uh, Twitter uh, or X page, and that's at Flash underscore Shelton. So on this YouTube channel, my producer tells me you recently confronted a squatter in Beverly Hills. Oh, man. What was that like? Um, yeah, I mean, it's uh, the Beverly Hills one. That's, you know, it's a party house. It's, uh, it's a bunch of young guys that, are, that have taken over this mansion, and, and they've turned, they're selling tickets, you know, $7,500, $100 a pop. Oh. to get into this house uh, for huge parties. They're disrupting the neighborhoods. They're blocking the streets off. And, uh, you know, the, the police really can't do anything. 
because of these uh, ancient uh, squatter laws. So what do you do, Flash? What are some of the techniques? How do you get them out? Well, in, you know, when it originally happened to me in 2019, they took over my mom's house after my dad passed away. Uh. I called the local law enforcement. I was about 10 hours away, and they told me that I had squatters and there was nothing they could do. So I just did some research and figured out, you know, if tenants and squatters have more rights than the owner, then I would go in with a lease in hand, and if they had a fake lease, I would, you know, compare lease to lease, but if they didn't have a lease, I would just go in as the squatter and assume their rights as soon as they left the property. Yeah, but this is where uh, you got to be a pretty tough guy here, though. I don't think people easily necessarily are going to leave, right? Well, you know, I mean, it's, you know, um, yeah, I mean, if, if somebody's in possession, they're going to be a lot more standoffish than if, like in my case, I get, get them on camera immediately. And if I can do a lockout to where they're sitting in the driveway, the difference between a squatter being arrested and not is possession. So if they're in the driveway making a fool of themselves and I have possession of the property, uh, they're the ones that get arrested. So we recently, Dan, I think this is the one you're referring to, had a Philadelphia man, that's how this got on our radar screen, who had to pay a ransom of $1,200 because the cops refused to help. Before you answer, I mean, the cops I know will do what they can to make it unpleasant. You know, they may not be able to arrest them. We got people paying ransom to get them out of there. Yeah, and it's really sending a, you know, I understand it, but, you know, it's, you know, it's like uh, it does send a, the wrong message because it's telling squatters that it's okay. And, uh, you know, the more we pay them, the more people are just going to figure, hey, let me just take a house, I'll get paid, and then I'll just move to the next house. Uh, Flash, my producer Dan has a question for you. Yeah, Flash, one of my best friends is a bartender at a local bar here, and he says that uh, squatters have actually become a huge issue here in Philadelphia. It's not being discussed nearly enough, and it's because, I I hate to throw a political question your way, but a lot of with progressive policies come uh, squatters' rights being prioritized over the needs of renters, over the needs of owners. Is this a trend that you're seeing nationwide, and is that contributing to this heightened squatting? Well, I mean, I... I don't believe that it's it has anything to do with politics. I mean, we'd have to we'd have to go back to the 1800s to figure out, you know, what like you know who who actually voted on this or whatever. And you know, I just blame the people for allowing this to happen because you know unless we stand up and take you know make a change and you know it's like I started a a squatter I um uh sorry I started a go I mean a a petition and. You know, I find that a lot of people will complain, but they're so afraid to put their name on anything. And I don't know if that's politically motivated or not. So uh, squatterhunters.com, are there other people in addition to Flash Shelton that uh, are involved in this? Uh, yeah, I do have uh, a couple people on the on the website listed with me. And, and then I recruit, you know, as needed. And I constantly have people that are, that are you know, applying to, to help. Um, and I'm just looking for, you know, the proper te- temperament. And, uh, you know, I come from, uh, you know, I'm, I'm trained and I, I spent many years training bouncers, you know, how to have the, the temperament for the job. And, uh, and that's basically, yeah, you know, I, I'm certified in de-escalation. So I, I'm able to go in and just um, typically get, you know, get, uh, you know, you learn that you can get somebody who's intoxicated 
to do anything you want them to do with the right tone of voice. Now, and, uh, and I basically yeah. use that with uh, squatters. Uh, you're in what state now? You said you're on the West Coast, right? Yeah, I, I am. Uh, I am in California. Okay. I, I wanted to put on your radar screen. It's pretty famous here on the East Coast, where I'm from, South Philly. Have you ever heard of South Philly? I have. I've yeah. never been there, but I have. <laughs> Got some people down there that yeah. would be more than happy to help you out We have there, guys Fly. with no necks who are good at de-escalation. <laughs> Feel most of Philadelphia's bartenders yeah. come from South Philadelphia. Yeah, exactly. Well, Flash, right, right. thank God Sounds you're like out fun. there. What do you charge when you, you know, do you charge travel expenses and whatever? What do you charge for someone desperate to get help? You know, to, to start every situation, I have to, you know, look into it and get the details. So I typically ask someone to make a contribution to squatter law change. So I ask him for a $150 contribution. Uh, then I basically donate for, you know, 40 minutes of my time on a, on a zoom with them, talk about the details. And then we determine at that time, um, if I can physically help them or I can consult them and, and how to do it themselves, or if, um, you know, how many guys I would need and, uh, and, you know, travel, all that stuff. So yeah, there's typically, They'll pay because obviously my guys are not, no one's doing it for free. Um, and uh, there's a sa- safety aspect. So I have to look at all the details before I can make a decision. Um, and, and then, yeah, they're, they're covering expenses. And, in mo- you know, in a lot of cases, I can just consult with them. And, and you know, in, in most of them, they're just, just being able to talk to somebody and, and understand the situation uh, gives some people peace and, and kind of just helps them through it. Parting question, though, do you knock on the door and say you have a lease? Is that how it starts or is it depend? I mean, what's the typical thing that you do? It depends. If it's someone that they say, you know, when I scope it out, if they're never leaving and they aren't going to a job and they aren't going to the store and they're, they're ordering in, you know, things like that, then, then I'll do what I call a, a, I call it a squatter intervention. And um, you can see one of my videos where I, where I did the Umami Burger Founders uh, squatter intervention in Hollywood Hills, um, you know, to where I'll literally surprise them. I'll go up and I'll just, you know, I'll just say, I understand you've been squatting in this house, and, and I'll interview them and talk to them and tell them what, I'm, what my intentions are. If they leave the property for any reason, then I can just switch places with them, and then they can, you know, they can try to get their stuff back from me. Unbelievable. So there's got to be a TV series, somebody in cable somewhere. This is Dog the Bounty Hunter of a different sort. Is that happening? Yeah. Yeah, I'm working on that. <laughs> I can scope it. <laughs> well, good for you. We, we'd love to have you here in Philadelphia because we need you, and I will encourage people. We'll put this down as a resource, squatterhunters.com. Flash, thank you, and I hope that we see you here sometime soon. Appreciate it, and hope your listeners can, you know, if they can, if they can contribute. Uh, but at the very least, uh, just sign the petition. Exactly, exactly. Thank you, Flash, very much. All right, all right. Thank you, Flash. It's just amazing this cockamamie squatter stuff. You know, oh, it's all ancient English law. These are just thieves, low life. Dan, I, I didn't want to draw him in, but I, I agree with you. It's political in the sense that this is more people on the left, and the vibe that comes from that, you know. Ah, gentrified home in our neighborhood. We're going to squat here. Yeah. We're going to say, I yeah. had this one guy on the phone and it got, you know, I'm saying, I'm coming over there. That guy. 
That was great. Oh, God. I, I don't know if we have that in our archives. I know it was on remote. It's got to be 10 years ago. It was nuts. They were in in Maryland squatting and bold about it. All right. Uh, coming up, we'll get a winner here. The time has come for the final test. Uh, we usually call it the lightning round. All right. It's do a favor for a grouch day. Here's a grouch. Yeah, grouch himself. Here's a grouch calling in. He always reminds us about the former. Is it actually him? It might be a fake JM here. Let's go to Jimmy Matthews. Is it the real Jimmy Matthews? Indeed it is, Tom. Hey, it's a, it's a big day for the former President Trump. <laughs> He's got two... Two big judge. You never know what's going to happen up in New York. So he's he hide the ketchup, Tom. Oh, <laughs> uh, we will certainly do that. So who's your grouch? The former President Trump. President Obviously. Trump. Oh, President Trump. Cut Pre- that President damn right Donald there. Trump. He just yeah. said President Trump. Yeah, yes. Yeah. All right, Jimmy. I said former. I said <laughs> former. Well, we can always cut that out, though, in the replay. Jimmy, have a nice weekend. Thank you. Thanks for trying to keep us on our toes. You know the standard here. I don't care what the AP say. They don't even say if you can say a man or a woman. So I'm not going with former. I'm going with the former President Washington. Yeah, George Washington. <laughs> it's a big day. Uh, that's right. Alan in Hamilton Town. Uh, uh, Hamilton. Hey, uh, Alan, what do you have? Jonathan Harris as Dr. Zachary Smith on Lost in Space. Ah, yes. Warning, Will Robinson. Warning. Very good one. And one more before we get a winner for the week. Dan in Richboro. I like this one. I'll admit. What's yours, Dan? I'm going to go with uh, it could have won yesterday, but I wasn't able to get through. Oh, it would have been a contender, I think. Um, Walt Kowalski, which was uh, Eastwood in Grand Torino. I could go and watch Grand Torino right now, Dan. He just has a snarl in there. That's perfect. That's and yesterday's crap. question being the it guy or it girl. Yes. There was a time that. Uh, yeah, Queen Eastwood Queen definitely yeah, was. was. The it guy. All right. Who wins today, do you think? Uh, Dom, I'm, I'm, I like Jimmy Matthews' call there. That was actually a pretty funny one. Jimmy Matthews, if you're unaware, is a big tweeter yeah. okay. uh, of ours. Uh, but also, uh, I liked Ralph Cramden from Frank. Grumpy right. from uh, Joe of Exton. Archie Bunker was a great one. Keith Olbermann from Genie and Mount Laurel as well. Dom, where are you going? Uh, I could go Keith Oberman. I thought that was a little outside the box. You want to go Ginny? Ginny yes, Laurel. that was good call, too. Goes Let's into the hat. In. Okay, yep. uh, so Monday, Don, we asked, what's an all-time great slogan or catchphrase? Win called in with, if you don't know, now you know, from Biggie Smalls. Tuesday, who's somebody known for wearing a mask? Gary in Newtown said Gladiator from the film. Wednesday, what's a great movie to watch on Valentine's Day, whether with your bow or if you're single? Big John in Huntington Valley gave us a classic, Casablanca. Casablanca, wow. Thursday, who at one point was the it girl or it guy of their own industry? Tom and Rosemont said Eve from Adam and Eve. Good argument there with being the only woman on earth, so she was the it girl. Friday, in honor of do a favor for Grouch Day, who's an all-time grouch. You just heard it, Jeannie. Now, Laurel Keith Olbermann goes into the hat. So, Dom, let's get that drum roll going, and we have... Number one for Monday. What's an all-time great slogan or catchphrase? Win with with Notorious B.I.G. If you don't know, now you know. Yeah, he wanted that to be the theme of the show, which I appreciate. Notorious Big, the great Eminem, and what a wild week with the stylings of Fannie Willis. we got to get her on The View. Can you imagine on The View talking about Trump or anything else? Good stuff. All right. Uh, great week, uh, Dan Some and Jim. B.I.G. to play us out. Yeah, there you go. And uh, follow me on Twitter at DomShow1210 at DomShow1210. I hope you watch 
Inside Story, 1130 on Channel 6 on Sunday. Quite a hoot, Dan, when the orange came out by my colleague sitting on my side of the thing, <laughs> flopped down on the table and started debating President Trump as an orange. I love it. I love it. My God. All right, you'll see my reaction in some of the sparring, punching and jiving and everything else in there. Rich Cioli is next for four big hours. Have a great weekend, everyone. Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. From Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.